Good morning, everybody on Facebook and YouTube. Thanks for hopping on and joining us this morning. As we talk all things marriage, from uh, a third-year married perspective, it sounds like a student, I don't know. <laughs> what to expect three years in marriage. <laughs> Get ready. Take notes. Some of you on here have probably been married as long as I've been alive, but yes, um, this isn't your broadcast. So good morning, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we have today on November uh, 17th are celebrating our third year anniversary. Our third year. Three years of sweet marriage here um, and two years of that in ministry. Thank you. Thank you, Mom. And thank Shout you. Shout out to Carmelo. That's my mom. Go follow um, her. Add her. Add her. Go ahead. <laughs> you can add her to friends. Mama B. Uh, Kathy Warner is on. Yeah, so we are on uh, just a tiny way. You know, my husband said. Listen, my wife wanted coffee. You want coffee? I'm going to get you and coffee. I'll be honest with all you. I love y'all, <laughs> but not as much as I love my wife. So my wife comes first. Amen. So she said, hey, let's go get some coffee. I said, all right, we're going to be late. And I'm like, whatever. People are going to have to deal with it. It really was the probably the sweetest thing he said. I had, I had you before I had any broadcast, so you come first, and I was like priority. I was ready to cry if I didn't have fresh makeup on. I tell you what, right now I would cry, and that's a uh, key you, number Kevin one. Warner. All the guys listening, listen here. <laughs> listen, really, it's it's priorities. You know, we don't know where this broadcast is going to go, but we're going to share our hearts on marriage on on what it means to have a godly relationship. I don't want an, uh, an ordinary rela relationship. I want a godly relationship. And so, you know, what happens is I have my priorities. God is number one. My wife is number two. She knows that. She's okay with that. That's the way it's supposed to be. God, I can't lead my wife if I'm not, if, if I'm not following God. Wives out there, you got husbands that, that, you know, hey, maybe they're not following God. You need to get them straight, glory to God. You need to be real with them. I'm just saying that, not, not for anybody, but I'm just saying that. Because it's important that a man leads his house. Now, I'm okay with women. I'm, you know, we live in the 21st century. You know, women could do whatever. Yes, they could do whatever, but it's biblical, yeah, it's biblical. There's there's places for everybody in the kingdom. There's and listen, men, your first ministry, your first ministry is your home. Mm -hmm. Your first ministry is your home. If your home is not in order. Nothing else is going to fit. I'm just going to say that. Come on. Well, listen, yeah. go right now. And I know people have kids. I know people watching. They have they have maybe their sibling. You want to tag your sibling. Go ahead, tag them in right now. Go ahead, tag your friends. This is going to be really good for every, just a refresher course. Amen. Now, like my wife said, I, you know, we're, we're, we're newlyweds, but I'm always going to be a newlywed. People say like, oh, you got, you're in the honeymoon stage. No, my life is always in the honeymoon stage. Glory to God. So go ahead, tag somebody that needs to hear this. Tag somebody that maybe you know somebody that's single, that's looking for a relationship. Guys, listen. Listen to me real clear. You're asking God to give you a wife. You're asking God. This is huge. This is huge. I got this revelation. I got this revelation. You're asking God to give you one of his precious daughters as a wife. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just take my seat because you know what you you're asking right God, now you are preaching right now you know there's a lot of guys that want wives that's great but are you in order guys listen do mm. you have a vision mm. Mm. you might not be there yet but do you have a vision on where you want to go this is important this is so good and this so is not take to notes, make fun notes. of anyone I want to help you how could I help you if I can get you under the anointing. If I could teach you the ways of the word, what God says, that, that you will grow. Amen? So all the guys out there, come on now. Let me tell you right now. And, and if you're single, if you're single. Um, Get because hot that's, here. This is, let me tell you something right now. I, 
Glory. I knew. I knew. I just said I ha- I gave him no warning. I just said we're gonna talk about marriage. And I just knew, I knew, you know, this is a subject we could talk about all day long. Um, because, and that's so important that you say that because if you're, if you're a guy and you're single from a woman's perspective, um, no woman wants to, um, connect their life with someone who doesn't have a vision or a goal. You don't have to have, you don't have to have 20 goals. You know, but you have to have a goal. We got Pastor Joel on right now. Hello. Welcome, everybody. Take a moment and share if you haven't already. Good. So if you, um, if you are, you know, maybe you're a guy fresh out of Bible college or maybe you're a guy fresh in Bible college and you're, you're looking for your boo thing. Maybe you're a guy recently saved that, you know, now you're looking for a booth in church. Now you're looking for a boo in church. Now you're looking in church. Now you're not looking. You're not looking in the world anymore. You you want you want uh, a nice homemaker. Let me let me say this. Number one thing, guys. Okay, make sure you have a relationship with God first. Mm. Make sure See, I can't I can't stress this enough. I'm getting ahead of myself. Make sure you have a relationship, guys. I'm talking about men. Okay. I'm not gonna get into what the world says about men. But make sure you have a relationship. What does a relationship look like? Yeah. The same way you talk to your your girlfriend or you want to talk to a female or you want to take go, get, go on a date with the Holy Ghost. Spend some time. Turn off that Netflix and chill. Chill with God. Glory. Talk to him. Ask him. Ask him. Ask him. Be, get intimate with God. Now, don't let your mind go in the gutter when I say intimacy. Uh, be intimate with God. Get in a place where you could just lay down and say, Lord, I, I, I'm crying out for you. Help me get my life in order. Help me. Because listen, this is what the Bible says. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and yeah. finds favor. Okay? My life was great because I had the Lord. But then yeah. when the Lord brought me my wife, glory, glory be to God, I found favor. More people decided to like me. All right, you know, you got the Sarah approval. That's a true story. This is true. You're but right. You need to get first in a place where you can just cry out and be desperate to God. You could deci- get yourself disciple. Just so good. Find your home pastor. And listen, if you don't yet have a relationship with your pastor, build, just go to your pastor and say, I'm watching this guy on, on Facebook, and he says for me to develop a relationship with you. Yeah. You do that. Yeah. You do that. You go to your pastor and say, Pastor, I need to develop a relationship. I need help. I want you to disciple me. Mm-hmm. Now, the pastor, if depending on the church, he'll do the right thing. I promise. I promise. He'll do the right thing. Right. Amen. I got, I got pastors on here right now. I'm sure if, if one, of the, one of their members of their church goes to their pastor and say, Pastor, I, I want to develop a relationship with you. How could I be a blessing to you? I want to spend time with you. Because sometimes men, they're not, you know, Women mature quicker than guys. Just saying. It's the truth. It's the truth. I'm a total goofball. I'm willing to admit that. I'm seven years you older than my me. wife. But it's, a, it's the truth. You find, the, you find your pastor. You build a relationship with him. And so this way, he could be the voice that you need to speak into your life. Some guys, they'll, they'll start following other ministries, which is great. But always go through. Always bring it back to your your main your main pastor don't find a pastor online this okay is, this is good go into a church this is good this if is you can't good. find a church reach out to me and i'll help you find a church I, I this is what i do i do church placements glory to god i have a, a young man in my church he's going to be moving soon i said listen tell me where you're moving tell me where you're living I'm going to find you a church, a Holy Ghost church with a Holy Ghost pastor. Yeah. That's it's so, so crucial. Why? Because he's not married yet. And he likes, he, you know, he wants to be married. That's good. Now, you just got to make sure your spiritual life, you're able to hear. Because, listen, men, there's going to be decisions that you're going to need to answer. There's going to be decisions in your life that you need God's help. That's the truth. Where to work. Where, where to live. What vehicle to buy? 
where to go on vacation, what to eat for dinner. Come on, guys. <laughs> Those are decisions. Wife's going to be like, what do you want for dinner? You're going to say, how many arguments people have? What do you want for dinner? I don't know. What do you feel like? What do you want? I don't know. What do you feel like? What do you feel like? And then you end up getting angry. You end up getting frustrated. And you end up eating some frozen pizza that you know you shouldn't be eating at 12 o'clock at night. Truth? Come on. Come on, somebody. <laughs> you sound like you speak from experience. Because it's true. It is. It's true. If you, uh, what is, you know, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to get into that, but I will say um, marrying an Italian has changed everything. It has changed everything. Side note, rabbit trail. It's changed everything. I used to eat frozen chicken Alfredo out of a freezer bag that you just throw on the stovetop and the cheese just melts and you call it dinner. Yeah. Can't do that. That's Listen. that's a sin. Listen. That's like, I know the Lord talks about seven sins he detests. It would be in the Michael translation. It'd be like, no, eight frozen chicken alfredo from a bag yeah. from Aldi. Can't do that. That's a <laughs> So it changes that. everything. But what does that do? It it you you communicate, hey, we're not going to eat like that. Yeah. Um but going Go, back to what you back, said, going back to what you said, well, going back to what you said here. Tag me in, tag me hey, in, tag yeah, me in. Yeah. I got like 17 things on, that I, just from your one sentence. Uh see even M Mama Camarella's on says this is true. It is true. It we is go, true. We go into and let me tell you something. <laughs> you know we're going to be bringing left. Let me home. tell you something Glory right God. now. Uh, something else you need to look for. Women. Um, is how and, and because it's just so timely. And there's so many points I want to make. But this is an uh, important one. Uh, women, single ladies listening to this, maybe on podcast or live. How a man treats his mama is going to be a good, oh, clear indicator of how a man treats you. That's that's powerful. Because you don't just marry a man, you marry the whole family. And I was even thinking about that um before is that you know, even if even if you're marrying someone they don't have a relationship with their family. Maybe they can't stand their family, their family can't stand him and you're like, "Oh, it's fine. I'll never see his family." You're still marrying into that. You still are. You're still attaching yourself to, "Okay, we're going to be a family divided for how X amount of time until so-and-so get, you know, isn't offended anymore or whatever, which, you know, not to say that you shouldn't marry someone because of the family they have, because you have to understand that they're their own individual and, and whatnot, but how a man treats his family will be how he treats you. And that was something that I was looking for. Even when I was single was what's your relationship with your mom? Like, you know, how do you, and, and I mean, he was more family, than like oriented than I was like he made me a family person <laughs> like when I left my parents house at 18 my wife and I was like goodbye mother goodbye father and that was like it I was like gone I moved out of the country I was living by myself I was like you know I was I gonna be independent I mean they still like were you know paying for all my bills <laughs> but I was like you would talk to them maybe once a week it was like yeah no not even like maybe twice a month I would text them if I needed something or something happened you know what I mean or like something happened in the family and it was like I'd see them two weeks at Christmas and then <clears> sometimes <throat> not even I was like you know I might not come home for Christmas I don't know you know whatever but but then like I married my husband here and I'm not even kidding you and still to this day, when we were when we were dating, when we were engaged, when we were married, and still to this day, he will call his mom every day, yeah. at least once a day, if not multiple times a day, throughout yeah. the afternoon. Hey, how are you? How's it? How's it going? How are you feeling? What, what's up? You know, and then like dinner time. Hey, what'd you guys eat for dinner? Like so involved, and I'm not even. It like kind of took me by surprise because I was like. You know, that's just unheard of today in today's world. You know, you you get late, you get like bullied, like, oh, you're a mama's boy or something. You know what I mean? But it was like, I valued that. Like, I appreciated that. Why? Because if we're ever apart, he calls me like daily. Hey, what's up? How are you? You know what I mean? Just to like check in and see, you know what I mean? Like he, he's very uh, family involved and it could be, it, you know, nothing special has to happen. And it, what is it? It like keeps like this close connection, even though they live on it, you know, I'm like miles away. 
20 hours away or, or 14 hours away, however far, you know, no matter where yeah. we are in the world, it's like we, you know, we but, never miss a beat. And I appreciated that. And that was something that I personally, because I'm not saying you have to look for a guy that's going to call his mom every day, but I'm because, you know, they can't all be as great. But I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you, like, that was, I knew, I had a clear indication he has a wonderful relationship with his mom. He loves her. He would do anything for her. And I knew that he was raised that way and that he wasn't going to just up and all of a sudden be let like, me, let me address Laura's it. comment because that that's very true. Sometimes she writes, sometimes a man will put his mother before his wife, which is not okay, which I agree. That's why that is true. That's why you need to have a relationship with God first. You need you men. You need to be able. Listen, I married my wife. That's my mother. I, I honor my mother. I respect my mother, right? I, I, I call my mom, right? She needs something. I want to be there for her. But I don't take advice from my mom. It's a leave and cleave is what I call it. <laughs> it's a leave and cleave. It's a leave and cleave that so has to take place. Men, if you're taking advice from your mom and not your wife. That's a you problem. Don't, you don't have a re- <laughs> that tells me you don't have a relationship with God. That tells me. You, you're, you're, you're taking advice. You, you are putting more in a, a flesh relationship than God. You need to have a relationship with God. Number one, above all else, you're not ready to get married if you're taking Now, listen, you know, it's one thing to, to ask your wife something. It's another thing to ask your mo- mother something. That's different. But you don't take advice without, I, I'm the head of this relationship. Right. So what I'm trying to say is if you're taking advice. Let me put it in this way, Um, because I've seen this happen, but, you know, not in our not in our family, but in in other families. Um, And like an example of that is uh, a man won't move away from his mom because she doesn't want him to. So he gets married and has kids and starts a family and will like just live down the street or live like you know, in the same town because he doesn't want to leave his mom because she doesn't want that. You know, that that when the wife, you know, they have a clear direction to leave and go somewhere or do something. That's why yeah. it's and, you know, it's like that value of opinion. It's where that could get that could get tricky that could. because you you have to leave and cle- there has to be a separation. Yeah. And the mother needs to know, just like my mother, she knows she can't. She my. Listen, I wish we could bring your mom on yeah, the broadcast should, right mom, now. Let's, let's, this is why. <laughs> let's Skype her in. But, you know, I'm just saying, like. Wait, let me go. Let me okay, go ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. That's why <laughs> your, your, your mother needs to know not to get involved in your marriage. That's why you need a Holy Ghost mother-in-law. That's why you need a Holy Ghost mother. Because, you know, it's so crucial that they're not. They're not manipulating. Tag me in. Tag me in. Tag me in. Okay, listen. Uh, Another example of that is you're not going to your mom, and this is for ladies too. You're not going to your mom uh, to choose sides because you just got into a fight with your spouse. Bingo. That right there. Say that again. You're not going, and this is for both parties, you're not going to your mother because you need someone to take your side because you just got into a relationship with your spouse. That is not a leave and cleave. That's true. Our mothers, they know about our life, like what we ate for dinner. Yeah. But we keep a, we have a separation in our marriage that it doesn't matter if we get into an argument. Yeah. It doesn't matter if we have a disagreement. It doesn't matter uh, X, Y, and Z. We don't share that with anybody to give anyone any preconceived ideas. Because then, you know, and my mom taught me this, because you will make up with your spouse and, you, you know, you'll kiss and make up. But... Your family, a spam caller right here in the middle of this important message, your family will still have that view of that person. Yeah. So if, if I were to tell my mom, uh, you know, oh, well. My husband bleached the sheets. My husband, uh, you know what I mean? Linens. Like, or, 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 you know, my husband uh, had, we had a disagreement yeah. and he said so X, Y, Z or whatever. Yeah. And then. I forget, I forgive, I forget, oh, okay, it's just misunderstanding, miscommunication, whatever. Then my, you know, if I had a mom, not the mom I have now, but if I had a mom that, like, wanted to uh, hold that against someone. Oh, man. Or even worse, an unsafe mom who's going to be like, and you're going to have kids with him? And you're going to stay with him? 
and you're not gonna go. Your do father what never you did that. Do. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So to- like you're- toxic. So yes, there is. So when I say a relationship with your mom, it means he honors. He loves his mom. He honors his mom. But there's still, and, and that's what you want in a spouse, but there <clears> still needs to be that separation because that could be just as toxic. Yeah, absolutely. If, if, so, if you know, your spouse can't, you know. That's why. Tegment, disconnect. Tegment, tegment. That's why it goes, I'm bringing it right back. You need a relationship with God. You need to be able to identify different voices in your life. And sometimes, listen, Men, women, you don't need to air out your laundry. With friends, with friends or family. Yeah, with friends or family. It's a family. And, and you know what? When this is, this is so, preach that, Sarah. Listen, Joel's going to have me Pastor. fired up here. Pastor's going to have me running That's around the room. I'm ready. I'm re- this is my broadcast right here. <laughs> this is my topics right here. But, you know, we become one. You know, and oh man, I can hit this. I'm telling you, we should do a nine part series, a nine hour stream right now. <laughs> when you get married, it's no longer me. Yeah. It's no longer my wife. We become one in the eyes of God. Yeah. We become one. Yeah. We become the, the scripture. I, I don't know scripture reference, but it's <clears throat> a three corded string is easily. It's not bro- easily broken. It's not easily broken. Is, is not easily broken. So that's why, because listen, people get jealous of marriages. People get like, oh, you, I want my marriage. To, first of all, I don't want anybody's marriage to be like mine. You have a unique marriage. Mm-hmm. You build your marriage the same way you build a relationship with God. You make God the center of everything, of everything. What does that mean? What are you going to have for dinner? Lord, what do you want me to eat for dinner? Lord, when do you want us to have kids? Lord, what house do you want us to purchase? Lord, where do you want us? Where do you want us to be located? Lord, what vehicle do you want? Every major decision. Now, for dinner is a little stretch, I'll be honest. (laughs) But still, start with where you're at. Start with where you're at. Every major decision. Giving. Come on, somebody. Oh, I said the G word. Giving. That all goes from God. We, all, we bring God into every situation. If we're going to go on a holiday, if where we go preach, where we go preach. I get invited to preach. Sometimes I, I, I'll speak to God. I say, Lord, do you want me there? Or is it a setup by the enemy? Because time is the most valuable thing that you have on this earth. And listen, once you find that one, let me just say this. Once you find that one, my wife and I's first date, our first date, I told my wife, I invited her to coffee. Listen, this is how, this is, this is what I did, okay? She's in Bible school. I'm in Bible school. She is, she submitted herself under a, a pastoral couple in our Bible school. Yeah. Okay? So I know she's responsible to them. Okay, women, that's why you make a relationship with your pastor's wife, the pastor, the woman pastor. And yes, women are pastors, especially, especially nowadays, because women need to have a voice they can trust, not a best friend that will gossip. Mm. Mm. Okay, so she was submitted under a pastoral couple. And I went, we were talking, I was interested, I wanted to pursue her. Listen, women, if the guy that likes you, if you're not pursuing them, stop. The men are supposed to be hunters. Men are supposed to be the one pursuing you. Yeah. Okay? Don't go pursuing men. Let them pursue you. You focus yourself on God. They focus themselves on God. They hear God. God puts you together, and it's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Marriage is beautiful. Marriage is sacred. Marriage is between a man and a woman. So you're talking about our first date. Our, yes, our I, first I, date. I'm just letting that marinate. Like, Let that marinate for a minute. Let that marinate. I'm not even going to go there, but that's okay. We're, we're, we're doing something here. 
<clears throat> then I go to her pastor. And if you're just joining us, like and share, tag somebody. We're yeah. talking about marriage. This is our anniversary day. <clears throat> Praise God. Anniversary, married three years, solid three years. And so I went to her pastors that she was submitted. And I said, listen, I would like to take Sarah out on a date. I'm interested in her. Like a good pastor, okay, like a good pastor, they, they got to know me. First of all, their pastors knew me already. They knew how, what I was about. They knew what I was, they knew the pastor I was submitted under, yeah. that I became best friends with, that I was there for. And so they, they said, okay, well, and the pastor told me that there's a lot of guys, a lot of boys, they use the word boys. Thank you, Debbie. Thank you, Debbie Nichols. Uh, there's a lot of boys looking and interested in my wife, into, into Sarah. But they were protecting her. All the pastors in the house say amen. They were protecting her. That's why you need to make a relationship with your pastor, because you need protection from, from people in this world. That's why it's so crucial, men and women. You find your home church, you find the pastors, you make a relationship with them so they could protect you. They could get to know you. Let them know everything about you. <clears throat> so they liked me. They said, okay, where are you taking her? Taking her to a coffee place. What time are you taking? Just like a good parent. Yeah. Okay? I joked. I joked with them, if you want to come, you can come. <laughs> You know, they said, no, absolutely not. I'm not going to come and be a third wheel. I actually did. <clears throat> I, I actually told them that, but I wasn't joking. Yeah. Because they said, oh, I, heard, I hear you're going out on a date. And I said, w will you come with me? Yeah. She did say that. And, and uh, the pastor, and so sh she's like, no, I'm not going with you. She said that. That's true. <laughs> she's like, you're, you're an adult. <laughs> so we, we go, right? And listen, in my head, because I am the man, right? I have a reputation. She has a reputation. I'm going to protect her. I don't, want, I don't want the appearance of evil. You can write that down. The appearance of evil. I could have easily picked her up. I had permission to pick her, but I said, no, I'll meet you there. Someone says, well, that's not really gentlemanlike. I'm protecting her. Because if once I started talking to her, if she wasn't the right one and somebody saw us, oh, Mike and Sarah are dating. Mike and Sarah are dating. But no, our first date, Tampa, Florida, coffee shop. I met her there. Got, bought her coffee. Gentlemen, men, be a gentleman. I bought her coffee. I carried it to her, our, her, to our table. <clears throat> we started talking. And right in the beginning, right in the beginning, I said, listen, I told her my vision. I told her what God has birthed in my heart. Mm -hmm. I told her that what God's called me to do. I actually, what I did, I opened up my heart to her. Yeah. Above all else, the Bible said, protect your heart. I opened up my heart. And I said, this is what I'm called to be. This is what I see where myself is going. I'm finishing up Bible school. You know, I, I had plans made, glory to God. And I said, I'm not looking for a girlfriend. I said, I'm not looking for a girlfriend. I'm, 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 I'm looking for a spouse. I'm looking for a wife. On our first date. <laughs> I'm not looking to date for 10 years, five years, be engaged for another 16 years, and then get married. No. Yeah. I'm, looking for the, I'm looking for the one that God has called, and I felt it was her. I felt it was her. And then we spent the whole day. We closed out the place. <clears throat> they actually had to go find us because we were sitting in the back corner of the place. The, the coffee shop is closed down now, but it was Foundation Coffee Shop in Tampa. Tampa Bay, Florida. And they said, hey, by the way, we're, we're closing. You need to leave. And we looked at the time, and we, I mean, we were there all day. And then we walked together yeah, because I felt the anointing. I felt like this was it. Okay. And we, we, we you know, I had her home by 8, 9 o'clock, whatever, yeah, like whatever the time is. But I gave her my vision. And then she gave me her vision. And listen, if she was called to be a doctor, I would have stepped away. I would have stepped away. Okay, you're not it. If she was called to be a, a, a scientist, you're not it. 
Lord, I'm sorry. I got to protect her. That's right. I got to protect her. But everything got got lined this up. You want to tag me in? You want to tag me in? All right, listen. Because it was so, and that's why having a vision is so important before um, you even, if you're single, listen, before you even meet someone, having your vision for what God has called you and put you here for and has graced you to do is so important because when you're single, you're clear minded because you see it so many times people will start dating someone and try to form their calling in because they want to be with that person. They try to form and, you know, put their calling uh, in you know, in alignment with that person's calling when meanwhile they weren't supposed to be together at all. You know, someone who who's called to uh, be a missionary in Africa, you know, starts dating someone who's uh, a worship pastor in uh, Oklahoma. And all of a sudden they're like, you know what? I've just always had a heart for worship and I just love worship. And, and they can't even sing or play or, or anything. They don't even know yeah. chords or anything. And they're just, I, you know, I've always like, oh, when I was seven, I, I felt like I was, and they take themselves like completely out of what they're passionate about, completely out of their calling, completely out of what God wanted them to do because they started dating someone. They're like, you know what? I would love to get up there and sing with you, baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was so important because I knew that I was called to preach, teach, and evangelize. Like I knew I was called to travel. I've loved travel. Long road trips don't bother me. I spent two weeks. I mean, I spent two weeks and I drove like 80 hours like from, you know, Canada to to Tampa. And I loved it. I love the experience. I love finding like, you know, I love travel. I mean, I just love it. I know I'm called to it because I love it so much. And then I knew whoever I wanted, whoever was going to be the one. I knew that he had to have a love for the Lord I knew he had to have a love for preaching and I knew he had to have a love for traveling because those are all the things that I loved. And so I knew I wasn't going to settle for someone who, like you said, was a doctor and, and like works like 13 hour shifts or, or a lawyer. You know what I mean? Like just, you know, some, you know, what the world would see as a, 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 a score. Oh, wow. She married a doctor or she got a, you know, a lawyer, like what, like that wasn't what I wanted. And yeah. so if he would have came up to me and said, you know what, um, I feel called to move to Chile and, and build houses, I would have said, okay, that was so, thank you so much for this cup of coffee. <laughs> this was there. so good. But why? Because we both had uh, clear vision. So when he told me what he felt called to, and I told him what I felt called to, it lined up and we didn't have to even force it to line up. Yeah. We didn't have to make each other's like destinies line up and like fit they just did so it was like okay and then so we both pursued it we were like okay let's see let's let's see what happens here because this you know and everything that i wanted i had made a list of everything i wanted she made a list i yeah and of of you know so of who i wanted i wanted someone wanted i wanted him wanted him everything that he is you know i made what i made a list (laughs) i made a list too But uh, the one thing I want to encourage young couples, right? If you're young and if you are dating somebody um, or you're single and you're believing God for that special someone, make sure you discuss the Bible. You know, men, it's up to you to grow your wife spiritually. Yeah. It's up to you. So f- start, I mean, granted, I met my wife in a Bible college. Okay, she was growing spiritually. She was out winning souls. That's what I wanted. You know, because if you don't find that person in a Holy Ghost atmosphere, that's okay. You don't need to. But if you find that person in church, challenge them in reading a book together. Challenge them to be like, you know, what was what was your daily devotion? Because you could, you'll grow your wife. You will develop your wife into the woman of God that you want her to be. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. You Listen, it's called the, the law of the lid. My wife will only go as high as I go. 
She won't surpass me. It's, if I stop right now and stop, she will, she will grow stale. Yeah. But if I keep pursuing God yeah. and I keep challenging her, if we keep having these discussions on, 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 on the Bible, on scriptures, on, on books, you know, on how to, to reach more people, she's actually growing. She's expanding her capacity to grow. The law of the lid. So now I'm growing. She's growing. I'm, face, I'm chasing God. She's with me, hand in hand, chasing God together. And as I grow, she's growing. If I get a new revelation on something, or if I feel the Lord teach me something, guess what? The first one I'm preaching to, the first one I'm telling is my wife. Hey, honey, this is what I felt the Lord just dropped into my spirit. When I'm, when I'm working on my sermons on Sundays, I'm preaching to her. Yeah. And you know what? She's that anointed. Come on. She's that amazing, phenomenal, that she's the one that says, hey, how about this? How about this? Do you mean like this? And then we're, I mean, I don't get tired. Listen, I don't get tired of my wife. We work together. We live together. We travel together. I think, when was it? I said this is probably the longest time we've been separated. What was it? I was in Florida or something like that? No. I'm not going to remember. But I, I don't like when she's not with me. It was like the other week. Yeah. And you you'd like went somewhere. Yesterday I was at an auction. Yeah. And it was like this is the longest like, we've been away from time each I had other. Like, where's, where's my wife? Where's my wife? Which, you know, is not the, which, you know, is the Lord. Yeah. Because you see it so many times where marriages are like, you know, I can't spend more than three hours with my spouse or, you know yeah, what I mean? Road like just, trips. Yeah. Like just people like that. People who, don't like, oh man. Who are it. like, you know, I can't, I need my alone time to decompress and, 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 you know, whatever, which is like, you know, sure. You don't have to be as extreme, but like, it's a, it's a grace and to, be constantly like like he said like we both we are together all day every day we ride uh someone says that's not really healthy here today where's the bible that's not really healthy yeah where's the scripture that says that's not healthy because oh, you know <laughs> women women's got to go they got to go out to eat with their girlfriends two days a week and and they, they got to have their social hour and they got they need to be have uh you know their unwind time so what they could they can gossip so she could have somebody else speaking into her life instead of her so. husband? Come on, men. Come on, men. Step up. Come on, men. If your wife is doing that, bring her back. Bring her back. And if you feel you need counseling, go to your pastor. Go to your pastor and say, I want to build a relationship with you. I, I, want, I want my wife and I to take you and your wife out. Yeah. Let's go out to dinner, Pastor. Let's go out to dinner. Glory to God. Yeah, because, you know, we had made, and that's the thing, and like, we under, I understand, not everyone watching or listening to this uh, is, the, is, is us. Yeah. Is us. But this is what we enjoy. Yeah. I don't, I don't enjoy going out, uh, being around like a group of women or going out with people um, without my husband. I don't enjoy that. I don't enjoy like baby showers or like wedding showers or like any of that stuff that just like requires me to like go out and be away from him. And it's not like, you know, well, people, you know, someone say, oh, that's unhealthy. It's not. Yeah. Where does that like I enjoy being with him. I if I want to go out to go get coffee, I want to go with my husband. If I want to go to Chick-fil-A, I want to go with my husband. Like I don't I don't enjoy it really any other way and neither does he. So that's why, you know, we're that's what makes us so so great Good. is because we both feel the same way. If he was the type of guy that wants to go out, you know, every weekend with the with the guys or watch the football game at someone's house or or you know, they want to go out and go out to eat and watch the game or you know whatever. Like it wouldn't fit very well because I don't enjoy that. You know, yeah. where I, I'm like what Pastor, hanging out. Pastor Joel just said is really good. Pastor Joel says the purpose of an animal being yoked is to increase the productivity of the plow. 
When you yoke yourself to someone with a different calling, you are forever tied to someone who is pulling and plowing in the opposite direction. Then nobody's fields gets plowed. That's right. We can end it right there. Y'all have a great day. Okay. Mic, <laughs> mic drop. Y'all have a great evening. <laughs> mic drop. But no, and that's what. That, Listen. That's, that's so, and this is why. <laughs> go ahead. No, I, go ahead. I was just going to say, this is why it's so important. And, and, and we could probably break this into so many different things. But if you're single, not if you're married, if you're single, this is why it's so important to choose who you marry very carefully. It's, it's the second biggest decision you would ever make. Yeah. The first one is salvation. Yeah. The second one is who are you going to marry? Right. There's no, because, you know, this world's, oh, well, if you married wrong, you get a divorce. There's no divorce. Divorce isn't an option. Divorce is not. Why, I, why would I do that? Right. Why would I do that? Why not just get it right the first time? I trust God, right? I trust God. He's going to, he's not, you know, oh, I'm sorry, Hannah. You know, I guess I missed it. That's why what? You develop a relationship with God. And if you need help developing a relationship, everybody here, you can put it in the comments. <laughs> Get a relationship with your pastor. Yeah. Bless your pastor. Yeah. Take him out to a fancy steak dinner. Take him out to a cup of coffee and just say, hey, I'm online and I hear this guy speaking about getting in a relationship with my <laughs> pastor. He will like that. He will like that. You know, and I, and I respect my pastor, who is also my father-in-law, because there's men, there's men that make an appointment with him just to, just to conference talk, just to talk. Right. Just to talk. Because you know why? He's gotten that same advice. When he got saved, he got that same advice. He got the same advice. And now look at him. 20-plus years in the ministry, a successful ministry, a beautiful family. Something tells me that advice worked. The yeah. proof is there. The, the fruit is there. Pastor James Heischer, you can look him up, Facebook him. <laughs> so it works. So I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to rein it in on here because I'm not going to keep you too long here. But listen, if you need help, you can reach out to us. Yeah, I know. Um, Laura had made a comment. I don't know if she's still on. Go ahead. Um, of how do you develop a relationship if you're in a mega church? That's why they're associate pastors. And I was going to say, if you are in, and maybe you're listening to this, and maybe you're in a mega church, find the associate pastors or or the care pastors or the family pastors, however they have it labeled. But every church needs to have um, a setup for counseling. Yeah. for shepherding the flock. And if your church, if you're at a mega church and they don't have that, you, you know, they don't have any assistance. They don't have any body that they've put, that they felt to, to put in that position of, okay, you're going to be the marriage pastor or you're going to be, you know, just like they have a children's yeah. pastor and a youth pastor. Okay. You're going to be the family pastor. If someone needs counseling, they're coming to you. You know, if that, then, then, then you need a different church. Because yep. then they're not so much caring for the flock. They are just caring for the Sunday morning. And a church like that has those people. Go find them. It no. might take some work. Yeah. But go find them. Yeah. Go. Uh, and Very rare that it doesn't. Yeah. But, but if it, but, but just find, just find out. Because if, 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 Pastor, if not. Pastor Joel's online. He could probably contest. I'm sure he has men, couples that go to him that he counsels. It's part of the job watching over the flock. Right. And it, you know what it is? A lot of people don't realize, but it's a lot of work. But it's okay because the grace comes with the, 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 the grace comes with the position. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it will only benefit you. So listen, to sum up everything, we're, we're going a lot of places here. <laughs> if you're looking for I'm a spouse, blessed by this. if you're looking for a spouse, find God first. This is good. If that's checked off and you could say to yourself, I'm a, I'm a one out of five. I'm, you're a red hot fire for the Lord. Okay. And then begin to believe God go and then take yourself 
to Holy Ghost events. Find a camp meeting that you can go to. This is good. Find somebody in the anointing. This Glory is to good. God. Because God has somebody special for you. God has all the single people out there. God has somebody special for you. Don't grow weary. Don't think he doesn't love you. Don't let the enemy come and try to deceive you. God's got somebody special compatible for you. Women, if you're too high strung, if you like to be in charge, that's not your position. That's not your position. And I'm not trying to be, oh, you know, Mike's being No, you need to say that. You need to submit yourself to your spouse. To your husband. To your husband. Husband, our head of the house. And and that's the way God aligned it. Yeah. Because there's our shoulders are bigger than your shoulders. That's just the way it is. Well. <laughs> well. Well. You know, that that's 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 that comes with the office of the husband. Yeah. And then a husband, you have to make sure that those things that your wife concerns about security, a place to live, safety, protection, you got to understand that is your job to fulfill. It's your job. It's a beautiful job. Mm-hmm. And God will make it work for you. That's, that's so good. Amen. That's so good. We love you guys. From the bottom of our hearts, everyone's messaging me. Oh, happy anniversary. Thank you so much. Thank yes, you so thank much you, for everyone. being a blessing. Thank you so much for listening and spending your, your Wednesday morning on our broadcast. Glory to God. There's so much. I'm going to have to record a podcast after this That's it. because there's so much. That's it. There's it's so much to be said. Make sure you tag somebody in this. Father, I'm going to pray for all the single people out there on this beautiful November 17th. Father, I pray right now for everyone's desiring to, to not be alone anymore. To not be alone. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you have somebody special for them. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would just immerse yourself in them right now. Lord, they would immerse them. They would take themselves and um, plant themselves in your word. And Holy Spirit, that you would begin to give them direction on where their spouse may be. Give them direction to grow. Lord, if there's something they need to grow in, Lord, give it, tell them, grow in this. And then this happens. Grow in this, and then you'll see this. And Lord, I thank you, Lord. It's not good for for man to be alone. It's not good for humans to be alone. You've designed us to be around people. So I thank you, Father God, that you will set them up for the greatest marriage. And Father, if they're in a marriage, and their marriage is not stable, if it's a little rocky, Holy Ghost, I pray that you would just come around them and submerse them in your love. Father, show them what it is to have genuine love. And Father, anything that's trying to come against a marriage, anybody that's trying to break up a marriage that you've set up, that you've ordained, Lord, I command I command that person to be quickly removed yeah. from their picture in Jesus' name. Father, if a man's talking to another woman, getting advice from somewhere else, mm. Lord, convict a heart right now. Lord, if the woman's doing that, convict the heart right now. Marriage is sacred, and we thank you for it, Lord. We thank you for our spouses. I thank you for my spouse. I thank you for my wife, Sarah. Lord, and as we continue to run, run with the vision that you have given us, I thank you, Lord, for many blessings, many, many blessings, many Holy Ghost moments. Lord, we love you, and we honor you, and we exalt your name. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. If you need help, reach out to us. If you need help, number's on the bottom of the screen. <laughs> Call this number, 412. <laughs> Email us. Go on our website. If there's something you want prayer for, reach out to us. You can go to mjvministries.com forward slash prayer. There's a form there. It's uh, very um, private. Yeah, it it private. doesn't get shared. It just goes straight to our email, and you can put in, uh, even if it's not a prayer request, if you are look, if you just need to get in contact with us, an easy way to do that is if, through if you that need link. Help finding a church. Yep, yeah, you could just put you. in the message, say, I'm. this is the town I live in, and I'm looking for a church. You could say, um, I'm believing for prayer, or I'm believing for a spouse, or whatever, whatever it is. Uh, you can go to that link right there, and it just goes straight to our email. Um, 
No one else sees it. It's just, it's just us. Amen. Amen. And if you'd like to sow a seed into our ministry, into the ministry God's birthed through us, you could do so right now. Hashtag donate and the amount. Uh, we are going to Texas. We are winning souls. Let me put that. Let me put this up right here. Boom. Fort Boom. Worth. Fort Worth. We'll see you that's, in January. That's our. That's our Aunt Shauna, Arlington, Texas. Four nights. We're believing. We're contending for miracles, signs, and wonders. We're going to see it. It's done. It's go. It's going to happen. The blind eyes will be open. The deaf ears will be open. Yeah. Cancer will leave. People will be healed. It's going to happen like popcorn popping in a bag. In Jesus' name. So you can connect your finances and you could be, you could be a partner with us. I am believing for if you have not partnered with our ministry yet, what are you waiting for? You've partnered with Netflix. You, you partnered with Starbucks. You, you've partnered with all these other things. Partner with somebody that is doing the work that God's commissioned us to do. That's good. And you could be a part of us. Amen. So we love you from our studio. To, uh, from our studio, if you're watching us on YouTube, TV, uh, Instagram, any of those platforms, we love you. Thanks for being a part of our, our lives, and God bless you. See you. Tomorrow, 5 p.m. Valor Hour with me, 5 p.m. Central Time. <laughs> there it is. Thursdays at 5. We love you. <laughs>